Usually on Trinity Sunday is when either the assistant or the deacon preaches. But I decided I would be, for once in my life, a good person last week and have Doug preach on Pentecost, and I would take Trinity Sunday. And it worked out perfect since I was not able to be here because of being sick. So I'd like to thank Doug for stepping in and <clears throat> leading worship in my absence. It was a great blessing to know that I could watch online and know that everything would go well. So thank you. And I let you off the hook, didn't I? I did, I did. So now I'm stuck with Trinity Sunday. And it's not easy to understand. We are the only religion who is, we claim to be monotheistic, but we worship three in one and one in three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that is why uh, Muslims and Jews do not understand who we are and what we're all about. And with good reason, because most of us don't know what the Trinity means. Richard Rohr is a Franciscan, and he said, he quoted Karl Rahner, who stated that if we drop the doctrine of the Trinity, it wouldn't matter one bit to who we are as Christians, because most of us don't understand it anyway. I think he's right. But he went along further in his talk, to which I understand. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are like a water wheel, and they're constantly turning, and they're constantly filling up the little cup underneath. And then when it gets full, it empties, into the water below and starts all over again. It's relational. Does anyone mind if I take this off? This is the last day I have to wear this. Thank you. I know some people are struggling to hear. Really what the Trinity is, is it's all about relation. It's our three-legged stool in human form. And I kept trying to think of what is a way that we can explain the Trinity that we can understand. And a few years ago, I used this example, and it has remained with me. Have any of you seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl with Ryan Gosling? I knew Tyler would have. Well, Lars is a young man who has been scarred by life. His mother died when he was a baby, and his father was never really able to cope with her death, so he was standoffish. Lars is taken in by his brother and sister-in-law and lives with them. He's a, a grown man. He works. He works in a call center. But he wants and longs for what we all want and long for, a relationship with someone. Since Lars can't relate to people very well, he buys himself an inflatable doll, life-size inflatable doll. And he names her Bianca. 
and Bianca becomes part of their family. She sits at the dinner table with them. She goes to the store with him. And the townspeople, because they love Lars, don't mock him or belittle him. They embrace him. And the beautiful part of the story is they embrace Bianca, and she becomes one of them. How he gets around Bianca not being able to walk is he says Bianca is very sick. And so there's a, he, she goes around in a wheelchair. The women of the town take her shopping. She's in the bowling league. She does all of the things that we do as humans and has the relations, relationships that we also have as human. Through the course of the movie, Lars realizes that he doesn't need Bianca anymore, that the people have filled the hole that was created in his soul by the death of his mom. So he tells them that Bianca is very sick and is dying. And they call the doctor and the doctor comes. And one evening, she does die. And they have a funeral for her. And people give to Lars the love and attention and focus that he's always desired and dreamed of. That's what the Trinity means to me. It's all about relations. It's how we look at one another and how we see each other and interact with one another. It's hard to believe that people would suspend reality to allow one person's life to grow inside them again. For them to be, for him to be able to be part of society instead of standing off to the side. It's not for me an easy thing to explain the Trinity, but when I think of the movie Lars and the Real, Real Girl, I think of how we all relate to one another and how we overlook the little things, the, the pieces that bother us, whether we're in relation in a group like this or in a friendship or a marriage. We're willing to suspend our irritation because we love one another so much. And we're willing to be stand in for the people who are missing pieces of their lives. And that is what I think the Trinity is about. Sometimes we pray to God. Sometimes we pray to Jesus, and finally, sometimes we even pray to the Holy Spirit because they all are able to fit our needs in different ways at different times. I didn't come hoping that you would understand the Trinity because I have to say I don't understand it either. And it would be really easy to stand up and tell you all, oh, well, it's a mystery, don't worry about it. But that's not, a, that's not a satisfactory answer to us as Episcopalians. What it is is an example of who we can be, who we should be, 
And Lars and the Real Girl is the best example that I can come up with. How do you relate to the people around you? Who do you relate to best? How do you relate to God? Is there a certain entity in the Trinity that you feel drawn to? That is the person or entity to pray to. And sometimes when God isn't doing it, you can pray to the Holy Spirit because they're all in relation and they all know what's going on. Just as we know what happens in one another's lives throughout the week. As I've said, Lars and the real girl for me is the perfect example of what it means to be in relation with others. If we could only, only make it true so that all of us are understood and accepted for who we are, then I believe that God's reign will flourish here on earth. Amen.